Well, this week on Ride Time Radio, I am talking to White, 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 White Rabbit Object. They are an amazing band from Chicago. We reviewed them last year. They've done some new material and they've given me an interview. Let's take a listen to this one. This is Give It To Me. Is the sound right of River from the White Rabbit Object and Francis? Yeah, now we've dealt with them um, last year. We did a band review. They were fantastic. They've had a lot of things happen since then. They've been gigging everywhere. They've been producing new music. One of those new tracks is No Rainbows in Indiana, and I think it's pretty superb.
So that is two tracks from the fantastic White Rabbit Object. Now, there's lots I could tell you 
right, about the band. There's lots I could go into. There's lots I could talk about. But I have got an exclusive interview with Francis and River, and we have at least 25 minutes of just general kind of chit-chat about who they are, how it started, what they've done. I really believe in these guys, and I really think we're going to see them on some big, big stages because River's voice is fascinating. That's the only word I can describe it, you know, fascinating. And the, the the vibe with the band, the way that the band gel, the music. I mean, I've got a smoky jazz kind of blues club in Chicago. It, it, it all, it's the, the visionary that I see and, you know, as I close my eyes and listen to their music through a set of cans is incredible. And that's why we are going to dedicate, you know, a whole 25 minutes of the show to them. And that's coming up. Very, very soon, right? But remember, a couple of weeks ago, we uh, reviewed that album from the band Dirty Streets, and I've been digging out some more of their music because I've been pretty impressed with them, right? And I've been impressed with their repertoire. I've been impressed with the amount of material they've got, and I love their vibe.
Now, I like that vibe, right? I like that vibe a lot. And I also like the vibe from the new Rolling Stones album. And there's a reason I'm going to put this back to back with another track from White Rabbit Object. Because I know that these guys are very, very good, right? So when we pile them up, it's going to be quite interesting, isn't it? When we put them back to back. Let's check it out. from one of the best bands in the world ever. Right, Rolling Stones, of course. That's Hackney Diamonds, and that is the first track off the album called Angry. It is very, very good. 
Now I want you to listen again to another track by White Rabbit Object. Right, this is River and Francis and the band, and we are going to listen to this, and we're going to bring that interview in just after, okay? Because we've got 25 minutes that we're going to talk to them, all right? I'm really looking forward to this, guys. I am absolutely delighted to have the next two people on the show because they are all the way from Chicago. I've been I've been kind of listening to their music for a, a couple of years now. I did a review on their band um, like last year and they've come a long way since then. There's been a lot of things happening. So I'm really, really looking forward to doing this interview with you too. And the first thing I wanted to ask was, like, first of all, tell us about the origins of the band, how you all came together. How did this kind of whole chemistry kind of come together? The origin of our band is silly. 
uh, Frank and I decided that we were, as a married couple, never going to play music together. <laughs> we didn't want this turning into a sort of Fleetwood Mac situation. Right. Uh, but one day I came home. He was writing this song that was really, really cool. Yeah. That ended up being one of the first songs that we ever released called Unlucky 13. Uh, but I walk in. And he's definitely playing the bass line wrong. <laughs> and he says, well, first of all, it's my song. Secondly, how can I be playing the bass line wrong? But, okay, how would you do it? And I sat down, took the bass from him, wow. and played it. And he was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that works. And uh, I asked him if he had lyrics. And he said, yes, I, I offered to take a pass at the song. And two weeks later, it was on our local rock station, 101 uh, KQX. And we've been going ever since. Well, to be honest, River, you know, I mean, the, the your voice is, you know, outstanding. It really is. It was one of the things that really captured me when I listened to the music in the first place. Um, and the other thing that captured me is the band name, right? Now, there's got to be something about the band name, and there's got to be a bit of a story behind this as well. The, yeah, The way it's written, what the words are, all those things. We're kind of like a... Um, um, initially, this idea, it, it grew from this idea that we wanted to have something that was secret, that uh, we didn't want to present ourselves as who we normally were in our local music scene. Okay. And so this was going to give us, we were going to create this whole alternative uh, identity that we were going to then use for this little project that would, you know, maybe release a single once, you know, once every blue moon or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that was the first part of it, was, it was coming up with this idea of a secret. So it should be a code. It looks like a code. It looks like computer text. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, of course, the White Rabbit reference. Uh, not only are we the rabbits, uh, that's our last name, but also because of the White Rabbit is this, you know, this, this Carolian iconography that, that uh, with the White Rabbit comes change. If you follow the White Rabbit, things change. And so that's where, like, kind of a lot of that all came from. And then it's this third also level. It's this nod to uh, some a, a pop culture reference. And if, if you really are interested, you can Google it and figure it out. Well, you know, I mean, you talk about identity there, Francis, and I, and I, you know, I look at the genre of the music that you do, but it is so versatile. And you know, River with your singing, you, I've heard you do some really nice raunchy kind of rock stuff. And I'm surprised that I kind of hear you then with like a big band sound on um, uh, Born in a Bad Way, which is fantastic. So where do you see the genre of the band? What, you know, where where do you see that kind of fits? Where are you? I don't know that we can necessarily put ourselves in a genre just because we draw influences from so many different places. Uh, but I think the term Roadhouse Ranch <laughs> really sort of wraps us in a nice little bow and... Uh, you know, it just sort of uh, encapsulates the way that, you know, we, we pull inspiration from the, the raw and the real things in, in life and sort of let that transcend through, through our sound. 
Well, it certainly transcends. And you talk about influences there. And I would really like to know what are your influences? There's obviously blues. There's obviously rock. There's probably a bit of hard rock and stuff in there. But again, like I say, I hear the big band. I even, I, I kind of had a chat with Francis last week and said, you know, I'm hearing Amy Winehouse in here now. I'm hearing some kind of kind of big band jazzy sounding stuff in there. So where are we with influences, guys? So if you ask uh, ask any any one of us in White Rabbit Object what our influences are, you're going to get a different answer, uh, and you're not going to see any real crossover between any of them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I know myself, my influences are very different than uh, Rivers' influences, who are very different from our guitar player Doc's influences. So we are uh, we're constantly uh, pulling on each other with these different influences. So. So like for, for myself, a lot of my inspiration comes from probably the songwriting of Jack White more than anything else. Uh, and then I do tend to lean on some uh, garage rock things that happen uh, in transitions to songs with, with our writing. Uh, you know, kind of like bass breakdowns and things like that. That kind of comes from a lot of that garage, especially that garage rock revival part of Detroit. Yeah. Yeah, and I would say that for me, um, gosh, I I love jazz music, uh, and not that yeah, I'm like writing jazz, yeah, particularly for this project, uh, but I love the sort of nervousness that listening to jazz evokes for me, uh, and so I try to sort of uh, keep that sense of being on your toes and feeling a little bit nervous and uneasy. Uh, in the things that I write um, and the characters that I create through through my songwriting. And I think that there is one, actually now that I think about it a little bit too, I think there is one definite thing that we kind of circle a little bit and that's probably blues music. And, uh, you know, being in Chicago, I don't know how you avoid that, but I think we both kind of naturally have a tendency to write in some bluesy ways. And I think that that, you know, does... I know for me, that's where there was a big influence growing up was was B.B. King's and Muddy Waters and things like that. But but I, I do think that there is a degree of that that we kind of combined over. Yeah, I think that's true. And I, I, I can't say that I've ever really been, like, into the blues. But I think that, you know, uh, coming to, to Chicago... Well, like and, your solo song, Born in a Bad Way. Yeah. That's a blues song. Well, <laughs> to my point, yeah. like growing up here for so long like it kind of gets ingrained in you and there is sort of this rawness and realness to blues music that sort of says like fuck the rest I'm gonna tell you how I feel and, <laughs> and we've sort of come up with a poetic way to, to do that at least as it pertains to us as a band so yeah I would say that you know just the the rawness and the and the honesty that the transparency that that you find in blues music is something that you'll also find with white rabbit object well i really like the visualization of the music when you when i listen to your music i can close my eyes and yes it takes me straight into that chicago club scene you know it's smoky it's jazzy it's bluesy and I would really, really like to be a fly on the wall when I watch you two guys write music. Tell me about the songwriting process. That must be, you know, is it argumentative? You know, how does that work? So I, songwriting for us uh, is because we're always together. It's kind of a never-ending thing uh, on some level. Wouldn't you agree? I agree. Yeah, I, I feel like 
Don't hold back now, River. At least <laughs> multiple times a week. It's like, hey, I got this riff, or hey, I've got this set of lyrics. If it's me, it's normally like, I've got a verse, a pre-chorus, and a chorus. And that's and all I have. There and there the song it. languishes. And then it's <laughs> <laughs> for a really long time until Frank's like, hey, uh, uh, so I'm going to finish writing that song if you don't. I don't want him touching. <laughs> <laughs> which is a good, which is so probably it, a good rule. It's, it's well, it's exactly what I'm talking about, you know. To get me to, to finish things. So. Yeah, but I think that uh, most, I mean, I think a lot of our, uh, a lot of our inspiration comes from just random things that happen to us. Uh, a lot of times we take inspiration from characters, uh, people okay. that we uh, envision in in our lives, and probably people that you might know in your, you know, have somebody that's kind of like that in your life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm thinking of like Love on Hold is a perfect example. No rainbows in Indiana happens because we're driving through Indiana, a sun shower breaks out, and River says, "Oh, honey, look for rainbows." And I said, "Baby, don't you know?" <laughs> No rainbows in Indiana, and all of a sudden it was like, "Oh, that's a song." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, This yeah, idea yeah, of us yeah. returning to Chicago and everything. So, uh, it really, you know, we just inspiration kind of just happens, you know, all the time in very, very many different ways. But I think it's because that's kind of who we are at our base as people. Okay. Yeah, and I hate to, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but <laughs> I, I think that a lot of people read a lot into the things that we write as if they're our identities okay uh and a lot of times we're just we're making up characters <laughs> yeah, we're yeah, yeah. we're um taking inspiration from things that we've seen in our lives or people that we've experienced in our okay. lives and sort of uh giving their their sort of uh mental qualities a name uh and their their personas a, a body uh and that's through our music so um yeah, don't take don't take us too take us seriously, <laughs> but but yeah. don't don't necessarily take us don't literally. take us too seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I I just I, I think that Frank and I both really truly believe in the art of of our craft and the art of uh, sort of transfiguring these these concepts and these ideas and these people um, and these characters and it's really fun to sort of help them get legs and come to life through the music so uh and i know that a lot of people will see themselves in these songs which i think at the end of the day is our goal is for people to sort of find some sort of humanity uh in our music well look i mean i i really love the sound and i still just want to dig a little bit deeper here because you are man and wife you're together as well so you spend a lot of time together and okay we cover the songwriting process but what about the dynamics of the band what about the, the decisions of the band you know how do you as a couple you make those decisions without kind of falling out every five minutes <laughs> well, how do we make decisions in our band? Uh, well, I make the decisions. I sound like that. Uh, no, um, I would say that... It's a dictatorship. Right. Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I like that. No, uh, it's not. Um, huh. Um, I would say that our band dynamic has truly, truly, truly grown uh, into a really, really, really beautiful thing over time. And here's why I say that. Um, you don't necessarily always uh, 
uh, end up in the same space as people that you should be in the same space with. And I do think that that's how you grow as a person. You realize, okay, like I, I need this. I don't need this. I don't want this in my life. I do want this in my life. And right now I feel like the culmination of people that we have in our band, we just, we're all very emotive people. We all have a lot of feelings um, and we all respect each other. And so, you know, it's taken a, a long time to get to a place where I think that Frank and I both feel like, okay, this is really, this feels really good. This is really great. And we're able to sort of act as a, as a community of musicians and not just us making all the decisions. Um, yeah, but I, I, I love Doc. I love AC. I love working with all of these individuals and it's just, it's a really good working environment and, and okay. there's a lot of love and respect between the four of us. Well, that's good. And the band obviously works because the chemistry in the band works. The sound is great. I know, you know, I, I love the, um, the, the, the term that Francis used last week, which was, we are gig sluts, you know, we, we love gigging. So there's got a bit of like chemistry with the band and you've got to enjoy that. But what, what really sets the band apart, you know? Well, if you, if you could say that, tell me what sets that band apart from everything else. Well, what sets us apart in our genre? Well, first of all, I don't know that we have a genre. <laughs> so that makes it easy. We stand apart because we're our own genre. Um, but the one thing that we have that, that no other band like us has is is River's amazing voice. I agree. Um, and I don't mean I it just in terms of her ability to sing. I also mean it in her ability to write a song and all of those things. So it is her combined voice that sets us apart. It will always make our songwriting um, that next level. Uh, yeah. And... and you know, when ha when you have somebody who can deliver these things with a voice like Rivers, then you know a lot of times <laughs> maybe you don't even have to write it very good because just it ends up being delivered in such an amazing, emotional, and uh, uh, powerful way that uh, that you know I not many can compete with. You know, okay. I I really do. It's you know she's a combination of all the greats. Uh, she's a combination of. Amy Winehouse and Adele and Etta James and the, all of these greats and it's, it's all rolled up into this little five foot three-ish frame uh, um, and it's just, it's amazing and that's what sets us apart. I, I agree, I, I do agree. I think one of the most memorable moments for me last year was discovering you guys, listening to music. I then followed your socials and whatnot, and um, I see that you you talked about some signings maybe with the UK and stuff like that. And uh, you know, there's been a lot going on. I know you've been heavy gigging as well. Um, so tell me about your most memorable moments. What what do you remember? You know, what stands out with the band's career so far? As far as memorable moments are concerned, partying uh, with Dan Auerbach. Yeah, par <laughs> partying with Dan Auerbach until nice. until three or four in the morning, whatever it was, at the. Uh, the dive in the dive in we Nashville. Were on tour. Uh, we were doing a tour uh, October 2022, and we played a show in Nashville. We checked into our hotel, the dive, and they were like, oh, uh, Dan Auerbeck is, uh, is DJing tonight if that's something you're interested in. I turn around, I like whip my head around, I was like, Dan Auerbeck is DJing And then I said famously, and then I said famously, do you even know who Dan Auerbeck is? <laughs> And I, 
did a triple eye roll because I couldn't believe he said that to me. I'm fully convinced that he wrote the song Wild Child about me. I'm convinced that the Black Keys Wild Child is about that night and me dancing. Uh, you, might as well, you might as well just start that rumor now. Dan, just like, let's get on the same page here. He wrote that song about me. It's fine. Uh, I know. I'm so that adorable. was a pretty that was a pretty memorable moment. Well, yeah, Summerfest I, I, well, was really it would cool, be. but I think to date, like the most memorable moment that we've had as a band, we opened for Moonwalker at the Cobra Lounge, and it was a sold out show. And yeah, uh, hearing people that had never heard our music before sing "No Rainbows in Indiana" back to us. Wow. Uh, and and having full attention of the crowd, hearing the the cheer and the excitement and you know, I'm I'm bending down to do the speaking part of our song, Heavy Petting, and I hear all these girls, like, just absolutely going ballistic, freaking out. And I was like, wow, I feel like like I own the planet right now. Um, it, took a, it took a while to come down from that high. That was a really, really special moment. Fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Good. So tell me then about up-and-coming plans for the band, okay? We've got um, the, the new EP out. We've just released that. What is in store now for us going forward? We have a lot planned, uh, especially in terms of recording coming up. Nice. Do we have a lot planned or do we have a lot planned? Cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. Uh, Whiskey Hotel Tango is the first in a trilogy of EPs. Uh, our, our plan is to have the other two EPs out before the end of 2024. Um, so, and each one of them being at least four songs. They seem to always, I shouldn't say always, it's, we've done one together so far, but they seem to bleed into fives. Uh, I, have a, I, have a, I have a suspicion that that will happen again. Uh, primarily because more than anything else, we just, I don't know, we get inspired towards the end, especially, I think, and then... Uh, and then because we're so fired up, we just we just lay another track down. So um, I, that's something that I'm really looking forward to um, uh, more than anything else is is the recording that we have coming up. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, I'm, I don't know what the future holds at this point, but I think our fans can look forward to uh, what Frank said, you know, uh, new music, uh, new music for you to, to turn all the way up in your car and sing at the top of your lungs. Uh, Lots and lots of shows coming up in the new year, good, good. Uh, and who knows what else? Maybe some other secret surprises up our sleeve. Well, look, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show. It's been a pleasure listening to your music again, and I've been following you, and I do follow you to see what you're up to because I really do believe in you guys. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, you should already be on stage and your talent as a singer and as a band and as a com combination of songwriting you guys are like standing out there. You you stand out for me. Of all the bands that I've reviewed and listened to over the past few years, you know, you guys really do stand out, and I mean that. Now, coming from some, you know, accomplished musicians, what advice would you give to anybody else out there trying to get into the scene? Oh, I have a lot to say about this. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know that I'm necessarily, I don't know that we're necessarily in a position where we can comment about what kind of advice we would give someone because it's hard to tell how far or where we are i know that there are definitely bands you know lower than us that are trying to do what we've been trying to do uh over the last uh i guess since 2018 2019 um so so what i will say is i think that if you're a young and upcoming band 
uh, you have to build yourself a crowbar. Uh, <laughs> and what I mean by that is that you have to get a song recorded, and you have to get it recorded at the highest quality that you possibly can. Because that song, that first thing that you make, and it better be a good song, it better be your banger, um, and but that is going to be your crowbar to get that first door open yeah. where you can play that first gig. Yeah. And when you have a high-quality recording, 100%. it pries a bigger door open. 100%. And I think more than anything else that that is the first piece. You have to build that. So it's writing your song, having a kick-ass song, having a great person to come in and produce it, uh, somebody that really knows what they're doing. Uh, you get it recorded at the highest quality you can, and you and you finish the project all the way through mastering, and you get the best thing that you can possibly get, and you use that moving forward. And I think that that's the biggest thing. We, for, we were fortunate with Jolene's reply. That's where we got that from. Okay. Yeah. And, and that I, opened up a lot of doors. I would yeah. say to your point, too, um, with putting out a great first product, yep. don't be in a rush to get that first product out. Uh, go back to your drawing board. Uh, keep going back to that drawing board. Don't make, don't let anybody make you feel like you need to be in a rush because you have a lifetime to put out the first thing that you make and you have six months to put out the next best thing you make. Yep. And it just gets shorter and shorter from there because you're, you're creating something that people want. Make that first thing count. Uh, don't feel disheartened if it doesn't because you know we were talking about what advice you'd give to to young artists forming bands too yeah don't be upset if it doesn't work out with the first people that you have in your band 100 uh, most likely you're gonna have new people in your yep. band at some point yep. or another uh that's typically a trend among bands and i i promise you that you will find your people you will find the people that make you feel inspired, that challenge you to be a better musician, that that make you want to go back to the drawing board. Yep. And and, and put I out think it's all products. you know on that line too. It's and it's okay that people leave or yeah. you know like whatever yeah, the reason it's natural, is. Isn't it? You know you you have whatever your breaking of the ways is. It's like it's okay to be cool about it and just realize that. Everybody's got their own path. Everyone's and on their own path. Yeah. And everybody yeah. has so goals and dreams don't stress and out aspirations. About that. Yeah. Uh, don't stress out like we do. No. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't feel like other people's aspirations have to be your own because all good things happen in all good time. And if you stay, I know it sounds super cliche, but if you stay the course, if you have, tra have transparency with yourself, like, be honest about what you want. I feel like it's very easy when you're surrounded, uh, you're, you know, you're in a social environment with other people who are, are working towards similar things as, as you are, uh, to, to let yourself feel sort of shrouded by their dreams and then you sort of forget about your own. Yeah. Um, don't let that happen. And if you do, you'll find your way back. But yeah. don't forget who you are. I think, it, I think it's easier to say to build a crowbar <laughs> than, than all of that. I think you build a crowbar... You got to give yourself a thick skin. Well, if you want real musical advice, you could just message me because yeah. Well, well I mean, you build a crowbar, and then you got to build yourself some thick skin because people are going to tell yeah, you no. People will tell you no. And yeah. even if you're really good, which yeah. most people are really, really good, and I think we're we're only getting like a tiny little sliver of what's out there. I remember like 
I, every once in a while, like, I'll hear an artist that just blows my mind. I'm like, how is this person not known? Because yeah. most yeah, people Yeah, well, I, I get that a lot. You know, I get right. that all the time. And that's the other thing, though, is you got to keep, just keep pushing. And just be happy with those little increments. You don't have to get the thing. You get. You don't have to get the boulder all the way to the top of the hill in six it's months. It's not going to happen overnight. Take your time. Build something that you're proud of. And yeah. don't stop pushing. And things will keep moving. And everything will be okay. It'll be cool. Good, Promise. good, good. Well, yeah, listen, I will guys. Say that to, Go on. To your point, like, at the end of the day, like, wanting it isn't enough. You have to push. You have to fight. It has to be. It has to be a labor of love. It can't yes. be that you want it. Yeah, hundred percent. It has to be that. It has to come from love. Where you. It's your. It's your other job. Right. It's not your yeah. hobby. It's your other job. It's your other job, and yeah. it goes as far as it goes, and you're just happy with it. Yeah. yeah. Just be happy. Well, guys, thank you very, very much, and um, I've really enjoyed listening to you both. I've really enjoyed spending some time with you. I look forward to that free backstage pass, right, when I'm over there. And you both have a little cue point for me, so we're going to press that cue button now. Guys, thank you very much. This is White Rabbit Object. Go for it. This is Frank. And this is River. Of White Rabbit Object. And we hope you enjoy our music. You're listening to Ride Time Radio. Bringing you all the good vibes. Good vibes. 24 102 FM, Ride Time Radio. Ride Time Radio. So there you go, Francis and River. And you know what I really like about the both of them, right? Twice I've dealt with them on two separate occasions. And on both occasions, they know that I'm only a small radio station. Before that, I was just a radio show last year. And this, they know I'm a radio station now. And they're looking for European coverage, obviously. But they know I'm a small station. But they have treated me like I was as big as any of the big stations out there. And I tell you what, that is a really nice way to be. You know, they don't think they're anything other than what they are, which is just great, real, down-to-earth musicians. Thank you so much, guys. I really appreciate it. Rock and Hops have their own brewery here in the south. Rock and Hops have the largest selection of craft beers on the island. Rock and Hops have a superb range of gourmet burgers. Rock and Hops use local sourced fresh produce for their menu. Rock and Hops is open from 12:30 every day. Rock and Hops has a weekly special burger found on their Facebook page. Rockin' Hops is located in La Tejita on the road between Los Abrigos and El Medino. Rockin' Hops 
where beer and burgers matter. That's right, Rock and Hops, who are the sponsors of the Get Twisted Ride Time Radio Show. And we have had an amazing show today with that interview from Francis and River from White Rabbit Object. And you can go online, you can find them. And you can find so much about the band. You can go and listen to their music. And if you want, you can also listen to this show all over again on the catch-up shows. So if you want to listen to some more of their music or you want to share their music, then please do by getting onto the catch-up and sharing those links. You can also hook up with me on RideTimeRadio.com. Of course, 102 FM in the week. You can find us every day on the south coast of Tenerife. Um, we're doing pretty good. We are we are enjoying the music again. We have got another fantastic artist next week who we're going to be talking to as well, and that is Matt Mann and the Shine Runners, and we've covered him last year as well. So we're kind of catching up with the band. So here's another one from White Rabbit Object. This is Love on Hold, right? This is another fantastic track.
Now, look, if you're going to look for the band, okay, let me give you the code, right? Because as Francis said to us in the interview, it is kind of a code, right? And you've got to know which order to put this in to find the band, right? So you need to write this down, WHT.RBBT.OBJ. That is what you need to search for on Google, right? White Rabbit Object. And then you will find them. And you will find their website, which is fantastic. You'll find lots of their socials, and you'll find much, much more of their music. Now, another favourite band of mine. No, no word of a lie there. This is my best band for 2023. This is Blackstone Cherry. This is off the new album, and this is Screaming at the Sky. Yes, you are. And I am about to play my favourite track from uh, White Rabbit Object. And this is with River Singing. I think this may be actually... um 
It might be a solo track from River, I think, because this is like a completely different genre. Uh, I particularly like this track because I have got a big thing for big band sounds and jazz and stuff like that. So this for me is just a nice step out of the norm of what we do here on Ride Time Radio. And this is um, Born in a Bad Way. This is really, really, really special. Okay, so sit back, turn it up and close your eyes. It's a cold day in the eye I don't be Friday, don't have a belly boy From the hollow cave I crumble And from silence I walk It's a important time to try and ease the pain Now, that is very, very, very special, 
Okay. And if there's anybody who's listening, you might be just catching us whilst you're over on holiday. You might be in the music business. You might be from a European or UK kind of production company. Guys, these guys need signing. Do yourselves a favour and sign them. Francis, River and everybody from the White Rabbit Object, thank you so much for your music. I will be playing you on repeat all next week. That's the end of the show for this week, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for joining us on Ride Time Radio. Thank you to the sponsors, which is, of course, Rock and Hops down in Almedano. And thanks to everybody for tuning in and listening to that fantastic band, White Rabbit Object. And I'll be back very, very soon. It's a bit of ACDC. Ride safe, everyone. Time.